Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It says in the book of Ephesians, Awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. The Apostle Paul said that to believers, not unbelievers. We need awakening in this world. We need awakening also in the body of Christ. Our heart needs to be awakened to the beauty of Jesus, who he is, who we are in him, the tools we have, the gifts and callings that are on our life, as well as we need to be awakened to, you know, the strategies of the enemy so we can navigate around that. And so that's what this podcast is all about. I speak to incredible leaders around the world that know the Lord, have a prophetic gifting, that are serving on the missions field, that are pastors, leaders, apostles in the body of Christ that shed insight on very important subjects and topics um, that, that, that are taking place in the world, as well as breaking down the scriptures. I teach from the scriptures myself. I break down some, some things the Lord has spoken to me over the years. I have my wife on, friends, family on as well. And so we have a new show every Monday and Thursday if you are new to Awaken Podcast. And um, I look forward to having you guys with me today. This is a this is a part two. I'm grateful to have James Gall on with me. Uh, last time he came on, he we you know we spoke about the scribe, about the scribe anointing and the power of writing and journaling when it comes to retaining revelation and getting revelation from the Lord as a tool of intimacy with the Lord. This time we're going to talk about a book that he released over the summer called "Tell Your Heart to Sing Again." For those of you who did not hear the previous podcast that where we spoke about the scribe, make sure to. Scribe Scroll back and find that episode and listen to it. He shared his testimony, how he got in the prophetic ministry, etc. And it was a powerful time of prayer and ministry at the end. And so definitely tap into that. But today we're going to be talking about the subject of pain and how we process that and deal um, with the Lord, kind of you know, you know, walk through life with the Lord when, when when traumatic things take place. And let me you know share a little bit about James. He's the founder of God Encounter Ministries. It's a ministry to the nations. He's ministered to over 50 nations. He's the author of close to 50 books, like 45 books or so. And he's the voice for the God Encounter Today podcast. He is a life language communications coach, a recording artist, and a consultant to many leaders around the world. He is a father of four wonderful children with a growing number of grandchildren, and he makes his home in Tennessee. He is a powerful prophetic voice in the body of Christ. Thank you, James, for being with me again on Awaken Podcast. Hey, yeah, it's great to be with you. And uh, I loved how uh, the podcast that we just did, you shared uh, a verse that had impacted your life. And yes. it ended up being the theme verse for a scribe, which was uh, from Psalm 45, verse 1. So that was just uh, delightful to see how that was like a tandem, uh, you know, together. Oh, absolutely. I just love how the Lord, you know, his word is living and active. And I just love that. That is a theme scripture for me that God used to transform my life. And I love to hear how it transform yours as well. And I love just how you've stewarded the gift of God so well on your life for all these years in ministry. And, um, you know, you've also been through a lot in your life and your book, <laughs> your book, tell your heart to sing again. You're very mm-hmm. honest. You're vulnerable about things that have taken place in your life, as well as you give insight and teaching and revelation on how you went through those tragic things and how you came out on the other side victorious. Cause all of us in one way or another experience hurt, hardship, pain in our life. And I know, um, I would love to hear just kind of going into this podcast, a bit of your story, James, and, and how, and really why you wanted to write this book, you know, for those who are in the body of Christ. Yeah, you know, the timing of the release of this book, it came out in uh, around May, June. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, I mean, who could have like predicted the proper timing of the release of this book? Yeah, Tell Your right. Heart to Sing Again. The subtitle, you see, is very important. Discovering Hope for Your Life. Mm-hmm. And because what do people need right now, having gone through what is it, seven, eight months or so now of a global pandemic? Yeah. They need hope. Mm-hmm. And so the release of this, which is a narrative, this is a more of a narrative. I'm known for you know, prayer, the prophetic, and the present. Now, this includes that. But this is written from not my teacher lens or my prophet lens. This is written from out of life's lessons in just in my journey. Sure. And really over about a 14-year span, I went into a place that I did not expect that I would go into, where mm-hmm. I went through nine years of cancer myself, three different bouts of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. Man. Mm. And during those nine years, my wife got hit hard, intense hard, with colon cancer that then spread to multiple organs. And she had uh, multiple surgeries. And it spread to so many different places mm-hmm. and uh, two brain surgeries. And she had an ileostomy and she had three different organs cut out of her body and things. And she never lost her smile and she fought um, with valiant faith. Uh, and but uh, graduated to be with the Lord. And so here now was I. I still had cancer. I lose my wife of 32 years. We had miracle kids, and I'm now a single dad, plus a year after she's gone, the cancer in my own body exploded a third time, and the third time was the worst, and now I'm having to fight for my own wife. Wow. Then I went $300,000 in medical debt, and I'd never missed a bill in my lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'm a single dad. I am big time medical debt. I am living in the public goldfish bowl because I was already had traveled the world administering. And uh, I came from a heritage in Kansas City. So I now lived in Nashville of the Kansas City fabled prophet. Yes. And now I was living Job's life. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what ended up went wrong? What happened? Mm-hmm. And so I was left with, wow. I, and yeah, there were a whole lot of other things also. And so this takes people on a journey of how I had to discover how to put the helmet of hope on. Wow. Mm-hmm. How to re- actually rebuild my life in front of a global audience. Yeah, that's right. While being surrounded by Job's friends who were giving <laughs> me all of the reasons why. 
this had happened, of which 90% of what the people said was not correct. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because there was no sin. Mm -hmm. There was, there weren't these open doors. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, hey, that was a little bit. And so you definitely get tempted to like want to throw stones yourself. And then, so believe me, you, uh, you got to learn the Sermon of the Mount all over again. So this book takes people on a narrative on practical lessons that I have learned and learning on how to tell my heart to come back alive, how to speak to my heart. And I was a singer, see, before I was ever a preacher, which that means I was a singer a long time ago. Yeah. And so is this word, tell your heart to sing again, is that only a figurative word or is that a literal word? It was both. Yeah. Because I found a key for me was actually talking to my heart, telling my heart to rise up, speaking over the dull places, speaking over the Mm. hard places. And hey, I just, and I know I need to turn the control of this back over to you, but man, something's popping in me right now. No, please go. it's, It's Psalm 23. It says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And in fact, it says that the Lord places a table before us in the presence of our enemies. So sometimes one of your big meals of growth is set in the presence of your enemies. Mm-hmm. Now, but the main thing I had popping in me or like you're rising up in me is, is this don't sit in the valley. Yeah. And I wanted, to, I wanted to everybody just please just hang on, hang on to this. Every mountain has a valley on both sides. Now we all want mountaintop experiences. I do. I love them. Sure. Yeah. But let's get real. Um, Planes are kind of plain. And mountains are majestic. (laughs) But there is a valley on both sides of each mountain. (laughs) But what the word says is, though I walk through the valley. And it says, I walk through it. That's right. And so what you got to learn to do is that you will go through a valley at some time in life of some sort. Your valley will be different from my valley, but you will walk through difficulties. And in fact, globally, we're in a valley right now. It's it's a trial. It's a difficulty. Just don't sit there, though. Yes. Don't. Sit in it. Mm-hmm. Don't camp out in the valley. That's mm-hmm. what the psalmist is saying. Oh, I walk through the valley. So, if one day all you can do is crawl, crawl. That's what you do. Mm. 
crawl. If one day you got you do, you can sit there and always put your feet in the stream. And you're going to soak and get your soul healed. And then you're going to rest and you're going to move. That's right. So if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but just don't camp out in the valley because God's got another mountain for you to take. So good. I, I absolutely love that because I've been I've been sharing this. I talk a lot about inner healing. Um and you know Yo. it's it's you know it's one thing to visit that place. All of us yep. visit that place yeah. of suffering and pain, but just don't yes. pitch a tent there. Don't set up camp mm-hmm. and shop there mm-hmm. and, and and dwell in that. Hey, place. we're all we're all gonna visit there. Yes. We're all gonna visit there, but don't camp out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't take out your residence, which means have your identity there. Mm. It's a big one. Oh, it's a big one. Oh yeah. That's not my identity. My identity is not. Oh, oh okay. Let, let me let me add in one. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Country music. Okay. I literally had a dog that slept in our room every night for 16 years. And after Michael Land departed, the dog didn't want to be around anymore. <laughs> And the dog died. Okay. So I can literally say, and my dog died. Okay. And so it was like, okay. Now, but these are called downward spirals. Song of Solomon talks about this. It's called it does, catching yeah. the little foxes that spoil the vine. And it's called a downward spiral. And you got, and I teach this. I got these little tidbits. I got one in every chapter, avoiding a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got to learn to catch those little foxes, because guess what? If there's a downward spiral, you can flip this thing, and there's an upward one. That's right. And we can flip it, and we can learn to come back up higher. We can come back up higher. We can climb Jacob's ladder, and we can learn. To bring eventually every thought captive and bring it to obedience to Christ Jesus. Oh, I tell you, it's a journey (laughs) that I tell you, it is about walking in the renewed life. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to dive more into that before we do. Uh, This is something that this is something before we dive into that. I want to ask you something that as I was hearing your story, I had all these different pictures of people that I know and circumstances that have come up where I know a lot of people in the body of Christ or, you know, um, our tendency is, and Jesus talks about in the scriptures of being offended Mm -hmm. at him. And if people go through tragic times, they either run to him or run away from him. And instead Mm -hmm. of going to the great comforter, Holy spirit, who is going to enrich us and heal us Mm -hmm. and encourage us and comfort us, we run to False comforts. We run to inferior yes. pleasures that are in this world and yes. false comforts, uh-huh. That's right. which wind up destroying us. And so, did you in in your in your life uh-huh. in this ex- right. in these experiences? Did mm-hmm. you were you tempted to question God to ask Him what uh-huh. what's taking place? And and what would you say to people who are going through this that are struggling with offense? Uh, I'd say that's normal. 
Yeah. I'd say don't kick yourself because you have questions. I'd say you're not normal if you don't have questions. Mm. Yep. And no, 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 no. Hey, no, I'm, this is going to be the grace mercy side of me. No, the human side of me. <laughs> I, you know, like super Clark Kent, Superman. This is the Clark Kent part of me. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> this is it's like oh, every person is weak. You know, one of the things I learned the most. I learned so much. <laughs> one of the things I learned by going through the things I've suffered is a revelation about the frailty of man. Mm. I get it now. I, 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 I get it. I get it. I do not condone it. Mm-hmm. I don't approve of it. I don't give a license for it. But I get it. I understand it. Why people revert back to former ways. Uh-huh. I get it. Mm-hmm. Because it is medicating Mm-hmm. They're looking to medicate their pain. Is is that's the issue? They don't know how to get rid of the pain. So, if they can't get rid of the pain, they at least want to medicate, dull the pain. Mm-hmm. And since they don't know the tools for healing in the Lord, or they're kicked at God, and they haven't resolved that. Well, since they're not going to face that one, they go back to the former ways that they did in medicating. That's just a phrase, mm-hmm. medicating. That is false comfort. Now, there's we each there's three different responses that we all have. Now, I'm going to use the word rejection. Now, we could use the word broader. Uh, that we could say that we. Each person, we have three reactions or choices that we do to times of difficulty. Mm -hmm. One, we turn against God. Mm -hmm. Two, we turn against people. Yeah. Three, or we turn to people. Now, on that one, what I mean is, we go like after them, though, for the wrong reasons. And that would be why people go from bed to bed to bed to bed to bed to bed because they're going towards people to get their medication, to mm-hmm. get their comfort. Mm-hmm. And they're going after people instead of to God. They're going, they're, they, they go against God, or how about this one, against the church. It's the church's fault, you know. Sure. Well, there ain't no, there is no perfect church, and if you just joined it, it's no longer perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Okay? Now, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, so have I ever been tempted to go? Hey, I, I talked about this in this book, by the way. Yeah. Do you remember who I am? Do you know my address anymore? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm real in this book. I yeah. tell about the time. After, because Michael and we had horses in a barn the whole bit. I was allergic to the hay, the straw, the whole bit, all of it. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. And she loved it. It was her sweet place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I loved it because she loved it. Sure. And my 
one of my sons who still lived with me, he took care of the horses for the first year. And then he was done. And he says, dad, I'm done. <laughs> it's, it's yours now. Sure. I didn't want to go down there. Mm-hmm. I hated that place. Yeah. See, but I, I, I but I had an appointment, mm-hmm. but it was a grace. Tyler did it. I am so grateful for my son who served. And then I went down in that barn. I climbed up in that loft. And I went up to the, I opened up the barn doors. I tell about this in there. Mm -hmm. And a rage roared out of me. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell God off. I didn't do none of that. But there was this pent up just hurt. Mm-hmm. It was disappointment was what was he yeah. behind pain. You talk about the riots, the pain and the protest and all the stuff going on today. Behind pain, there's an unhealed hurt. Mm-hmm. Behind every pain, whether it's their hurt or a generational hurt that isn't healed, they're carrying it. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it's right. I am make, saying the truth. Mm-hmm. So what was I carrying? Disappointment. Mm-hmm. That I was working on. But when I went down to that barn and I opened up those doors, I'm throwing out those bells, horses. I didn't even say a word. There was just a sob and a sound. And that disappointment, I just stopped that disappointment out. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? I went down that barn and I had a good time after that. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's... I had a good time. I had a good mm-hmm. time down that barn after that. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. God can turn. How about, how about, how about this? Corey Tim Boom said, There ain't no pit too dark. For God. Mm. And I just want to encourage people, oh my gosh, that God knows your address. He knows your name. And he has not left you or forsaken you. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's listen. And, you know, you, you. In, in going out to the barn, you confronted uh-huh. you confronted the pain. You, had, you, you saw it. You went to the yeah. place uh-huh. that reminded yeah. you of your wife, and it yeah. brought up all these feelings that were bottled up, that were suppressed on the inside of you, and you let it out. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus, I know, yep. I know you've, you've mentioned the Sermon yeah. of the Mount. Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn, for they yeah. will be comforted. And there's... Yeah. The comfort doesn't come yes. until you identify with the pain <laughs> that releases the mourning. Oh, so good. Nobody needed to hear that. <laughs> so good. But there's truth to that. There's truth to that. <laughs> God, he's, he's, not, he's not intimidated by our rage. Mm-mm, he's not no. uh, uncomfortable with our, with our tears and our vulnerability. He welcomes it. He, he, he woos us and he knows what's in our hearts yeah. anyway. He knows our thoughts are yeah. off and he knows right. that releasing it will release us from the bondage of pain and suffering. Yeah. And so it's a part of the yeah. healing journey. It's a part of the healing it journey. Is. 
And, you know, a lot of what you shared earlier about having Mm -hmm. to speak to your soul and about catching, catching the little foxes. It reminds me a lot of Mm -hmm. King David and how he used to command his soul to hope in the Lord. And so on a, on a practical Mm -hmm. level, how can people who are maybe struggling with offense towards Mm -hmm. God or the church or people or, you know, whatever, whatever whatever it might be, or just going through something tragic in their life. Maybe they're affected Uh in, 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 in rough ways towards, you know, what's, what's going on right now in the world. How could they yeah. practically apply that in their life, speak to their soul, and really just yeah. allow the mm-hmm. renewing of the mind to take place to bring health and wholeness? Right. Yep. Well, there's so many keys. There's so many. But, you know, I don't know what would be the one. Mm-hmm. The one. See, sometimes what we're doing is we're looking for all of the equation before we take steps to move forward. Mm-hmm. But what I want to encourage people is this. You actually know what your next step is. You actually already know what it is. Some of you, you're waiting on the first step because what you want is the whole answer. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. God's word is a lamp to our feet and it's a light to our path. But it's a light to our path second, it's a lamp to our feet first. What am I saying? God's word lights up the way three to four feet in front of our feet at Mm -hmm. a time. Mm -hmm. And until we step into what we already see or know, we typically don't see then what are the other steps. Mm. And often we're waiting for the entire equation on how to rebuild our life, how to get over the pain, how to get released from the suffering of the tragedy or whatever, before we will make a commitment. It isn't the way it works. It just is the reality. It isn't. And so I, but I'm going to assure you of something, you know, whether it's the first step to make, you actually already know what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you know what the next step is because God's word says so. His word is a lamp to your feet. So I want to assure you something. You already know the next step. Mm. You really do. You already already know the next step. Mm -hmm. You you really do. I want to assure you something. You already know the next step, mm-hmm. take the next step. Yeah. And when you take the next step, then you're going to know, but not until then, then you're going to know what is the next step. So don't look for the big answer. Be faithful. One step. Yeah. That is at a time. That is actually is how, Recovery happens. Okay, how do you do, this is real simple, how do you do, uh, build a pearl necklace? You put on one pearl yep. mm-hmm. to build a string. Yep. One pearl. One. A pearl in scriptures is a truth. It's the pearl of truth, the pearl of great price. You put on one, one truth. So what is that one truth that you already know that you need, you need to put on? 
That's good. What is mm. that one truth? It might be you need to forgive yourself. Uh, what? Huh? What? Wait, what? I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. And, and you're going to say, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an act of the will. That's if right. We, okay. If we wait to forgive until we feel like it, we never will. Because <laughs> forgiveness true. starts. I didn't say it finishes. Forgiveness starts by a choice. Mm-hmm. And somebody out there, your first step is not actually forgiving God. Yeah. Your first step is just forgive yourself. That's key. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow, that's key. And 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 somebody else's then forgive the church. Yeah. And someone else's is forgive your sister. Mm-hmm. Forgive your parent. Or how about this one? This is going to sound really weird what I'm about to say. Forgive your spouse. <laughs> My wife died. Mm-hmm. Do you think I could have felt like abandoned by her? Why didn't you leave? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you leave here? Leave me in this mess. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. No. It's called letting go. That's right. It's called letting go. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs, it talks. Oh, this is all. This is all I use. But seriously, in this book, tell you how to sing again. Discovering hope for your life. I honestly tackle like a subject like this in every one of these chapters. This is, yeah. And I don't okay. sugarcoat it. I tell about a time that I'm sobbing again, and I was hurting so bad that I went into my bedroom, I went into my bathroom, and I shut a door, I shut a door, I shut a door, and I walked in, and I went into my walk-in closet, and I shut the door of my walk-in closet, and I just My oldest daughter was home from college in Chicago. She hears me, and she's upstairs. She walks all the way down. I don't know if she's doing this, of course, and I'm hiding in there because I didn't want them to get traumatized anymore by sure. my dad's like freaking uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she walks down. I tell this story in here. She comes to my bedroom door. I know she She comes to the bathroom door. She comes and she's standing right there at the closet door. She knocks. I don't answer. There was no lock on that, you know, closet door. And she just comes in and she gets in my face. And she says, Dad, you think our family is elite, mm-hmm. and we're not. Yeah. You think that we're special, and we're not. Hence, she did tough love on me. Yeah. By oh, the yeah. way, she's a professional therapist, okay? <laughs> she has her master's in art therapy from the Art Institute in Chicago. So the girl is brilliant, okay? Mm-hmm. She's really smart. So she says to me, Dad, every family at some point in time in life goes through tragedy. Mm -hmm. And you need to just realize that. 
<laughs> she shook me into reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, but I also was, I was willing to receive a jostling mm-hmm. that other people would have said, who in the freaking world do you think you are to talk to your dad like, but I didn't do that. You know what? I was so glad that she sought me out. Mm-hmm. And I want people to know God will seek you out in your hiding. God will come find you. God will find you. Mm-hmm. God will find you in your hurt. God will find you in your darkest place. God will find you because he loves you. And he's not going to leave you alone. That's right. Because he says in his word, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And I will be with you all of your days. So, yeah. That's 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 kind of the lesson that's in this book. Yeah. And I just think I'm going to butcher the story in scripture just because I haven't read it, I haven't read it in a long yeah. time. But I know that David, yeah. uh-huh. when David lost a child, he 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 tarried and he believed God. Mm. And then when mm-hmm. he lost the child, I remember mm-hmm. he went and he washed his face. And then the yeah. first thing uh-huh. he did, he went into the temple and he worshipped. And I'm sure oh, he yeah. didn't want to. I'm sure his feelings said otherwise. Yeah. But it was his. It was it was his will. He chose mm-hmm. to worship. Yeah. God yeah. and I love the fact that you talk about you know you don't you, yeah. you, you won't always want to forgive your feelings oh, won't yeah. be there you won't feel like forgiving you won't feel like worshiping your book's called let your uh-huh. heart sing again you know you won't yeah. feel like worshiping but worshiping and praising and thanking God regardless of what's going on yeah. is a huge key to experiencing his presence yeah. and breakthrough even in the midst of hard times yeah. and I would right. love to just you know close this out with encouraging the yeah. people and yeah. saying like it's you're not always going to feel it you know, your yeah. feelings are going to be all jumbled up, but just like, yeah. just like David, you know, we wash our hands, we wash our face and we go into yeah, the temple and yeah. we worship, we make that choice and we make that choice to see Jesus for who he is. He is a mm-hmm. sympathetic high priest. He mourns with us. He suffers yeah. with us. He's not ashamed of us. He's not, That's you know, right. turning away from us because we're so weak and pathetic. No, he, he's empowering us. He's our comforter. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's our comforter yeah. and he is there for us. And father God yeah. is there for us. And so yes, I just, I just want to encourage people as we end this broadcast, yes. just mm-hmm. don't turn from the Lord, turn to the yeah. Lord and I'm allow him and allow him to be the comforter of your life. Yes. And so James, however you want uh-huh. to close this out, whether you feel an encouragement yeah. or a prayer, that's that, uh-huh. f- feel free. Okay, thank you. Towards the end of the book, I talk about God cares, and it's an acrosticism, C-A-R-E-S, God cares. C, cry out to God. A, appeal to his nature. R, remember what he has done in the past. Mm -hmm. E, enlarge God over your circumstance. And S, sing. Yes. Yeah. Tell your heart to sing again. Lift a sacrifice of praise to the Lord, and you will enthrone Him over your life. And I am here to tell you good news. Something good is just about to.
to happen because often work together for good for those who love God mm-hmm. and who have been called to his purpose. Yeah. And that is you or you would not be listening to this awakening podcast today. So I bless you and I say something outrageously good that goes exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think is going to happen Mm. in and through your life in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for being just open and being vulnerable because you are you are laying out a path for so many other people to receive the same freedom and healing that you did. And so thank you for that. How can people get a hold of this yeah. book and connect with you online? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, this book is published by Broad Street. And like everything, I don't have just a book. I have a, a study guide. I have an entire curriculum kit or e-course. So go to James Gall. It's C-O-L-L. I have an email list, the podcast. I don't have a lot of different tools. But you can go to jamesgold.com if you can order the book. And, of course, you can go to Amazon, Barnes Noble, or wherever books are sold. And I just want to bless you, Michael. Thank you so much. You are such a good, great Barnabas uh, in <laughs> the Lord. And I just want to encourage you and to, for your followers to sow into this ministry because it is good soil that he is helping to raise up unawakened people for Mm. Jesus Christ's sake. Wow. Amen. Thank you so much, James. Well, I just respect you and honor you for your years of serving the Lord and for the amazing revelation you've shared and the work you've done and pioneered. And so always a joy and honor to talk to you. Thank you so much. Okay. Blessings and blessings to your uh, followers. And remember, you've got to remember this, people. This is not a cliche. Something good is just about to happen. Amen. Amen. So awesome. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It'll help us get it out to more people so they can be challenged, inspired, and blessed by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to speaking with you next time on Awaken Podcast. Awaken Podcast.